0: Hey, hey, I've got a contest for you. In the spirit of Giving Tuesday and beyond, if you rate and review my podcast and post about it, don't forget to tag me. You can just post it in your Instagram stories. You will be entered into a draw for a $50, yeah, that's right, $50 Canadian dollars Starbucks gift card. I will also donate $10 to the Shoebox Project for every new review starting today until the end of December. I am so grateful for your support, and this feels like one small way that I can give back. Thank you for listening and being a part of A Little Bit Better. You're listening to A Little Bit Better, a podcast where we talk about how breaking goals into small steps can lead to big results. Here we'll examine the cause and effects of our thoughts, our actions, and inactions, and how they influence how we live our lives. I'm your host, Chris Swale, a life and health coach. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to A Little Bit Better, the podcast. I'm your confidence coach and host, Chris Swale, here today to talk about what to do when you don't know what to do. I've created this episode for a couple of reasons. First of all, the back half of any year can feel extra heavy. The days are shorter, they're darker, they're colder. In a regular year, November through February can feel extra tough mentally for many people. It's often when those feelings of anxiety overwhelm, or feeling stuck are truly heightened. Right now, we are also living in amplified stress and fear dealing with a pandemic and media, which is constantly highlighting the worst. And this is creating polarizing views and judgment, being fired by opposing sides, even between friends and family. We are missing our friends and our families in the sense, in the capacity that we used to connect and hang out with them. Or at least you are if you are living in an area of tight restrictions and lockdowns like I am. This has been a long-term sustained stress. It can make the future feel less certain. Despite the fact that we never really know what the future will bring, it just feels worse and scarier in a time like this. And it's hard to know what to do. The other reason I wanted to create this episode is I also keep hearing people say, Chris, I really have goals and dreams and I really want to do them, but is now really the time? How can I go about this when the world feels really closed in and really shut down? So let's talk about how to recognize how you are feeling and what you can do to help yourself, especially in trying times. We all go through ups and downs, of course, individually and collectively. This is probably a combination period. There's a lot of individual struggles within the realm of the collective. This is natural. Life is cyclical. But when the downs feel more extreme and longer than the ups, and when the feelings of helplessness start shouting louder than the good emotions and the good feelings, that's a sign to step back and figure out how you can reset. This will be different for everyone, the reset that is, and that's really important to note. If you see somebody else making headway and coming out of a haze or a fog, what they are doing is not necessarily going to work for you. It's completely individual. Sometimes it may, and by all means, ask away, ask them what they're doing and how you can be a part of it or how you can implement that, but only if it works for you. So the first thing to do when you're feeling really stuck and that you don't know what to do is to check in with yourself. So do this right now. Don't think about it. I want you to say the first thing that pops out of your mouth right now. What are you feeling right now? Did something come up for you? Whether you said it out loud or if it just became more conscious in your mind, think about what that is. If it's not what you want to feel, consider what it is that you do want to feel. What do you truly want to feel right now? What state of mind? Once you name your current and your goal, your future feelings that you want to have, you can get to work figuring out what you need to do to get yourself there. I just want to be clear that this isn't about removing all negative feelings and being able to feel great all the time moving forward. Doing this work is about supporting yourself through the negative times. It's about being able to recognize what you need to guide yourself through tough times. It's empowering you to recognize your state of mind and advocate, heal, and support yourself. If that sounds a bit wooey, I encourage you to try to be open to why it's not. When you go into survival mode, which of course is a natural way that many people deal with hard times and how many people feel right now, the tendency is to block out your feelings. You know you feel like crap, but if you just put your head down and ignore your feelings and push through, you'll make it, right? Yes, probably you will, but at what cost? When you can stop and say, I am totally overwhelmed right now, or I am really afraid, or I'm really angry. You can move forward and in a healthier way. Acknowledging and owning that you're not okay is completely okay. It's more than okay. It's highly encouraged. Recognize exactly where you are. Remember the life is 50-50 philosophy? You aren't going to be in the best state all the time. Sometimes life sucks. Circumstances are frustrating. Life can feel closed in and suffocating. You don't need to pretend that it doesn't. Instead, acknowledge it so you can move through it with better wisdom, grace, and peace. You can ask for help. You can help yourself. How that looks is up to you, but you won't know that until you give yourself that moment to figure out what you need because you now Acknowledge and recognize where you are. Speaking of figuring things out, this is the main obstacle that comes up. This sense that you don't even know how to figure out what you need to do. This happens from not taking that pause to recognize where you are, as I just mentioned, and from being overwhelmed in that place. Do you ever feel that? It can make you feel helpless, unempowered, and generally just stuck. So, what would Marie Forleo and her mother say? You know it. Everything is figure outable. This has become such an embraced mantra because it puts the power back in your hands. It doesn't suggest it's easy, but it reminds you that hard things are possible, they're doable. And in a deeper dive, that the result might not be exactly what you first thought you wanted but that you can get somewhere different, somewhere better than where you are when you first felt that you needed help. My motto this year has been, I can do hard things, and by extension, everything is figure outable. When you embrace a mantra, motto, or belief in sayings like that, or a power word that really fires you up, you are creating for yourself the mindset shift needed to help you move forward. Finding a word or phrase that encourages you when you feel down is a really low effort crutch you can use immediately. It's how you place yourself in the right mindset to bring yourself through trying times. You could find a motto or phrase that's out there already from somebody that inspires you, or just when you've heard that resonates, or make up your own. It could be so simple, such as "I am not alone." I am not alone in this, or I am growing, I am getting stronger, or this is for me, or maybe it's just a word like light. Ooh, that reminds me of that most beautiful song, I Am Light, by India Ari. It's so good, so calming, loving, forgiving, and guiding. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. When you don't know what to do, it's great to speak to other people about it, trusted loved ones. Another thing that is so important is to give yourself alone time. And this means real alone time. Space away from any dependence you have, from your partner, just time for you so that you can sit and dive into where you are and what you need. Once you've done that, you will feel rejuvenated. You will feel more inspired and more capable to be able to move forward. Okay. What else? What else can you do when you don't know what to do? Connect. I cannot stress this one enough. Feeling connected with others, even if nothing else changes in your life, really does wonders. It makes you feel like you aren't alone. It can give you perspective that you might not be able to see on your own. Connecting with others is uplifting and motivating and often in the most unexpected ways. Seeing vulnerabilities in other people, especially those that otherwise seem confident and unsure of themselves and being able to get real and be real with them is like letting out a held breath. We all struggle. We all have breakthroughs. We all need support. When you connect with others and give back to them, even simply by listening to what they are going through, that too pulls you up a little bit more. And not because we want them to struggle, but because there's a connection, another connection is made by you coming together and listening to each other. There is so much empowerment in helping others. Realizing that you aren't alone is a key element of being able to show yourself a way forward. So find bounce people. Bounce people are the ones you can randomly fire off a text message to. It could be someone you vent to, someone you bounce ideas off of, or just someone that you want to shoot the shit with. Do not underestimate that power. So many times in my life, I have ended up reversing a bad mood simply by texting with someone else. Often, I've never even let on that I wasn't in a good place. Sometimes just that simple exercise of engaging in conversation that doesn't need a lot of brain power or emotion is all you need to reset yourself. Another way to connect is, of course, to join a group. One caveat is to make sure this group is uplifting rather than adding to the drag. If it starts to feel heavy, find a new one. This could be a neighborhood group, a Facebook group, a book club, a speaker series, a networking group. I honestly believe that a lot of what has helped float me through these first 10 months of living through the pandemic is that I actively engaged in a woman entrepreneur's networking group. There are many, many out there, and usually you don't have to live in the same geographic area or time zone to join. In a time where in-person connection has been discouraged, I have never felt more connected in a professional way. Actually, I was recently interviewed by Leanne Kim, the founder of one of the groups I'm a part of, which is called Mamas & Co. Check out her podcast, The Business of Thinking Big. I think I'm episode 105. In that episode of Leanne's, I talk about my journey and finding my purpose, getting back into a working capacity while still being a mom. Much of my journey would have taken much longer and been much harder and possibly even abandoned had I not had the support and visibility from the other women in that group. Connecting even when you don't know where you are or what you can offer or even what you want is an essential step. You will find all those parts once you start getting moving, getting connected. I promise. How else to get out of the funk of not knowing what to do? On the opposite end of connection is disconnect from that which hurts. Walk away from people that give you anxiety or make you feel crappy. I'm looking at you, social media. My friend Kristen Jordan from Perfectly Imperfect Social encourages you to purge your contacts, your social media contacts, regularly. Keep the people who support you and lift you up and remove the ones that don't. Guess what will happen if you remove people that bring you down? You will feel better. You will be removing a layer of stress that contributes to negative self-talk. You aren't missing out. You are gaining. You can always follow them again later. In the very least, mute them so that they don't show up on your feed. But I do encourage you to take the full step of completely removing them. It's very liberating. It doesn't matter if everyone you know follows them. If you don't feel good when you look at their posts, away they go. There are two ways that people, even influencers, can negatively impact you. The first way is they can just make you feel really crappy about yourself because you aren't slaying it the way they are. They may be really encouraging, but in a way that almost sounds patronizing with the no excuses attitude, pressuring you to be above and beyond. And while it seems great and motivational, it can actually be detrimental to you because if you're not feeling that, if you're not feeling that same kind of motivation and success, it can turn around into negative self-talk where you start criticizing yourself for not doing the things that they're doing. Maybe you start questioning your worth and if you're enough. So not a good place to be. The second way is that some people have a very loud presence online and it can actually feel heavy. These are the overposting people that you can totally go down the rabbit hole with. They consume all your time looking at their life and feeling their feelings. I call them the woe is me influencers. It's easy to take on other people's burdens or the feelings they have when you immerse yourself in their content, even when you have never met them in real life. They may not even know you exist, yet you end up weighted down by their heavy posts. Naturally, we do this. Humans do this. We feel empathy with others. I am also very prone to this and have learned after many years and much conscious practice that I want to be there for my loved ones, the people in my circle, in my real life. I don't have the capacity to take on the world, and I doubt you do too. Be very aware of whose heaviness you allow to seep into your own life. While it is fun to follow certain people and see what they're doing, be careful you don't do it too much because that can start the comparison game and it is really, really time consuming. Okay, the last thing I'll talk about today about what you can do when you don't know what to do is this, hire a coach. Now, before you go and hit forward, give this a listen and be open. If you are listening to this, which you are, you have some curiosity about coaching because I am a coach and by listening to me, you have been receiving coaching. If you are new here, I encourage you to go to episode one and listen all the way through. I keep my episodes short and easily digestible. My podcasts, all these episodes are a form of coaching and it's free. It's not as laser focused as one-on-one interactive coaching is, personal coaching, but you are getting a sense of it. If you've done any of my exercises that I often include, you're already taking the work a step further. A lot of times when I speak to people, they think they can't do that yet. They can't hire a coach because they don't even know what they want to do. And I'm here to tell you, you don't need to know. If you are feeling overwhelmed, stuck, defeated, helpless, hiring a coach will help you sort out all those things. A coach will help you find your path. You know your path, but sometimes you just need somebody to help clear the branches out of the way. It could be a feeling you want, such as wanting to be happier. You might have big goals or dreams and you aren't sure how to make them into reality, Or maybe you are afraid to hit go for whatever reasons, known or unknown to you. If you feel like you aren't where you want to be and are spinning your wheels trying, quote unquote, to get there but never making real progress, a coach will help. You don't have to be in a negative space for coaching either. Having a coach can also help you level up your game. So what to do when you don't know what to do? Don't do nothing. Even the slightest shift can be incredibly instrumental to getting you on a better path to a better place. Figuring it out means a mindset shift. Deciding to give that gift to yourself is the best way to start. Give yourself some attention in alone time. Connect with others that support you. You never know what unexpected things may open up for you. Remove connection from those who bring you down, both in your active real world and those simply... Behind the screens, consider getting coaching, whether it's through free resources like podcasts such as mine or focused one to one coaching. Right now, I have space on my roster for two more women who want to find their purpose and get unstuck. If that's you, book in for a free discovery session and let's talk. My calendar link is in the show notes, or you can find it through my Instagram bio. 2021 is around the corner. 2020 has been a pretty bizarre year. Sometimes we all just need the help of somebody else to get us back on our right path. Show up for yourself and head into the new year with a new frame of mind. You can do anything. Yes, my friend, you truly can do anything. Go get it. Thanks for listening to A Little Bit Better. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this podcast. Subscribe to A Little Bit Better so you never miss an episode. Share it with friends and family. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at This Is A Little Bit Better or find me online at a I'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like information about coaching with me, please reach out. I am Chris Swale. I'm excited to connect again soon. So until next time, have fun being a little bit better.